0: welcome once again to the podcast without a cool acronym the podcast where we review disney television animation shows i'm your host Charlie Doroche, and once again i'm joined by ryan o'reilly clover and alan lee the voice of ollie chen on the ghost of molly mcgee and this is the second half of our recording where we talked about the first five episodes of season two starting with double double daryl in trouble
1: can i go on oh. a quick thing here oh Real yeah i uh, uh... So I wrote a sort of a fan fiction type thing that I, know, I never actually released last summer, um, and I used the mechanic of you know, you can use like have human go, have humans turn into ghosts. I used that like thing, and I felt like, oh my gosh, this is so creative because they're not going to use it a bunch in the show again, then they use it until Daryl Yeah,' <laughs> <as> a gag. <laughs> So that just completely ruined it
0: <laughs> yeah well i think i think it's been hinted that uh, that we will see wraith molly again in this season um i mean they basically said that in my podcast so i don't think that's really a spoiler um i mean maybe a tiny bit but um so yeah double double daryl in trouble um daryl drew an unflattering caricature of, of uh, principal o'connor on the side of the school which like that had to have taken hours how did he have time yeah and it's Pete just and that Sharon talented. were
1: understandably impressed
0: yeah um, yeah. well I love how I, I love how Pete and Sharon pretend to be upset but secretly love it
2: <laughs> yeah mm-hmm.
0: and you know what at least Daryl's not actually putting himself or anyone else in danger this time except for maybe if he's having to use a ladder which that's the other thing by the way punishing him and having him clean all of that um, using a ladder that's just propped up on the side of the building I'm like yeah you're asking for a lawsuit there also i i love that molly made daryl that little what would molly do bracelet and daryl actually wears it that's so sweet (laughs) i love i love their sibling relationship they're so cute molly really does care about daryl so much like yeah he's Mm -hmm. kind of the annoying little brother but you know they they don't usually like fight they usually are uh, really, really good to each other, yeah. which I think is, is great. Because I, uh, I, I'm 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 really glad I've I've said this before about Phineas and Ferb. I'm so glad that like Phineas evolved away from just being that that standard issue annoying little brother character. Um, because that would have been tiresome. I think oh, that yeah. would have been tiresome from the
3: from the fr- uh, from different. the roller coaster pilot.
0: Yeah, from the roller coaster pilot where it's <laughs> like, well, With
3: that weird voice. You
0: wait till the last minute, then. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and when Scratch opens a portal, he'll be like, all right, well, you, this is going to take a while, so I'm going to go do something else. Daryl has the idea to do what Molly did and split his spirit from his body so that he can enjoy recess while his his shell scrubs the wall.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And this is what uh, Bill and Bob were teasing when they were saying that uh, we were going to see more characters separated from their bodies and how creepy that is. And you could yeah. definitely tell it in this. <laughs> it's the dead
0: yes. eyes it's, it's very creepy uh and daryl has the idea to continue this for the rest of the day so he and scratch of course pull a bunch of pranks at the school which is uh which is very fun meanwhile his body is a model student and also i love the one kid in the background in biology class when they when they set the frogs free who's like oh okay i like these i i, I like this frog this frog is nice <laughs> like everyone else is freaking out this one kid's like oh yay! okay
4: yeah someone who has oh as someone who struggled with adhd and like throughout high school and middle school and stuff like that like um like the fact that you are devoid of your soul and you become a model student
0: it feels (laughs) feels it's true the thing that frustrates me the thing that frustrates me is that nobody at this school is. It's it's very clear that nobody at this school is actually equipped to help Daryl deal with any of this.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: because like, he's not a bad commentary. kid. He he is not a bad kid. He just doesn't know what to do with himself. If he's not doing these kinds of shenanigans.
4: Right. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's that. Who knows? That might be commentary on our on our current. You know, like it would certainly um, make a lot yes. of sense are yes. uh you know like the state of education in this in this country right now but yeah i don't know uh interesting things that the writers put in here and there and i'm just like you know that's that's really relatable right now and people aren't yeah. gonna, people fans aren't going to bring that up but like it's i, I mean again as someone who's i definitely noticed good good
1: yeah, good, yeah, yeah. I, I
3: mean yeah the moral of the the episode is that daryl shouldn't Not be himself because that's what makes him special. All this makes him special. And they would miss it if not. So, right. So they're definitely going for it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like the parents are clearly supportive, the school people are not. Right um because
0: when daryl gets home um sharon and peter really happy to hear that he was a model student and was much more well behaved and daryl begins to worry that people like his shell more than him and he's about to leave for the ghost world also also before that i just love i love scratch just you know just just being there to like mentor him about the things about being a, a ghost like the thing with yeah. the cookie i'm like oh they i, I we because we don't get to see that much of daryl just in general in the show i think whenever we do see him mm. he's just really he always steals whatever scene he's in because like he's just always up to some crazy shenanigans uh and it's great
3: yeah he's usually comic relief you know yeah he is plot. yeah he
0: usually is like he is um, in
3: the period episode in the
0: uh, dance Yes! <laughs> yes, the, oh my god. The uh, I love both of those. Um, so yeah, Daryl's about to leave for the ghost world when he overhears his parents actually like really worried about his change in behavior. And he's like, oh, okay. So they do actually care about the, the real me. But in his anger, Daryl called his shell a piece of garbage. <laughs> and the shell always does what he's told. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we get a whole chase sequence where Daryl has to save his body from the ending of Toy Story 3. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah that's what I was going to say. I was going to say, thinking that, yeah.
0: <laughs> Which, like, yeah, how, how, would the, how would nobody notice that there is a kid in this trash? Oh,
3: uh, yeah. I was <laughs> I was actually going to date myself because instead of Toy Story 3, I was going to say Brave Little Toaster.
0: Because <laughs> it's kind of his land too. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're
1: right. You're right. <laughs>
0: i was in the indy 500
1: yeah <laughs> i wonder what to... would have happened to daryl's soul if that had actually happened like he's a ghost you... i guess oh, he's, a so ghost. Yeah. he's a ghost, he's a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Glad, glad it didn't you know one <laughs> other
0: thing that i know was like in i know was something they tossed around the idea of was the idea that um at one point, like the McGees would get a dog, or they would have had a dog, and the dog would get like hit by a car, and then they oh have a ghost God. dog for the rest of the show. And it's like <laughs> that's a little messed up. I mean, yes, we have like the dead birds all over the place, and and also the gag with the raccoon. But I'm like,
1: that might be a little too I,
3: much. I think that's a little too upsetting for a show just, meant for
1: Yeah, kids. <laughs> just a little bit. They did kill a man for a couple
0: seconds. They did.
3: Hey, he shoved him back, in
0: his and it's
4: and shoved him back in, and it's hilarious. Yes,
0: <laughs> get
2: back <laughs> in that body.
0: <laughs> uh, and um, and Pete and Sharon tell Daryl that they love him regardless of the shenanigans. And Molly's like, I know, I know, I kind of enjoyed having the shell brother, but I need my real brother. Yeah. What is yeah. the
3: long acronym that she says instead of what would Molly do it?
1: And look, you can forget WWMD. Maybe instead try WWDDTWGHIT. What
0: would Daryl do that won't get him in trouble?
1: That's a mouthful.
2: Yeah, I need a drink of water.
1: And then we've got the next episode, uh, right?
0: We've got uh, Faint of Art. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so This one's a
1: Sharon episode, right? Yeah.
0: yeah. This one. This one's about Not too relatable. Art. Art block, anxiety, and self-doubt. Sharon's going to finally paint something on a canvas that Nin gifted her for her birthday, but she's dealing with, you know, all this art block and anxiety and, and self-doubt. And that's really all this episode is. Well, that mm-hmm. and some hilarious back and forth between Scratch and Molly, which, again, I'm sure a mm-hmm. lot of that was improvised between Ashley and Dana, because they're just they're just the MVPs. Like, oh my gosh, they <laughs> they're they're they have just the best chemistry they they really do feel like siblings and i love that mm-hmm. it's so great
3: uh just uh, my favorite part is of this episode is when they corner Sharon she's in the car
0: what are you doing did that come with fries also I love I love Daryl blasting Sharon with nerf darts or sorry derf darts um which I know a lot like which you which you know under normal circumstances would be a, a thing that is discouraged due to your mom but in this situation <laughs> it's like nope get back down there you said you wanted to paint you're supposed to paint um also I love the animation in the the song sequence—it's so smooth and it's amazing. Yeah. Also, it has the strings from Psycho. I love that. Because <laughs> the whole time, like the canvas is like talking to Sharon and, and like you know, and and it's it's herself, yeah, personified and i kept thinking i'm like okay is this in her head or is this a ghost that's messing with her no it's in her head
3: yeah it's all in her head for sure
1: my only problem with this episode is that i think uh the writers were definitely self-projecting
2: <laughs> yeah just a
1: little bit just a little wrong bit with in everything
4: about that no. <laughs> Yeah. No, I, I think yeah. it's I think it's relatable. Yeah. You know, yeah. like yeah. especially jar. Yeah, oh, sure. no, like I um I've like I, I felt called out, you know. Why are they why you know like why are they portraying me you know via yeah. this this middle aged <laughs> not me 80. stuck
0: not, not me stuck on a almost 2 year old series of um vlogs that I still haven't finished editing cuz I have no idea how to tackle it because like I did this whole road trip back in 2021 where I went to a bunch of different places across the Midwest starting in like Missouri and going like to Iowa and then to Indiana and Ohio and Kentucky and Tennessee and the Carolinas going to all these different theme parks and I um I have this series that I've edited so far and like have gotten up to the holiday world video because it was this whole theme park road trip but then like Cedar Point I have been stuck on that for so long because I'm like what can i say about cedar point that nobody else has said because it's cedar point it's like one of the best amusement parks in the country and literally everyone has already said everything there is to say about it so what can i bring to this conversation you know and it's like i just i don't have any idea of what i can do with it that's kind of where i'm stuck with it right now so i I definitely feel that
1: right right right. i uh Uh, pivoting a little bit can we talk about the ending of that episode (laughs)
0: <laughs> Where scratches in paint, and his butt won't quit the butt. <laughs>
1: yeah that that was interesting. Right.
4: <laughs> you know, I, I gotta say that like, like now now I'm like, okay, like maybe I should like and and as they say, and I realize I can't say this to anyone else. like get your canvas messy or get your canvas wet or whatever, yeah. right? Like just start somewhere, right? Yeah like, yeah, sounds, absolutely. sounds weird. To say that, so I just tell that to myself. All right, just get the canvas wet, whatever. Yeah, like, right. And
3: that's what starts up. her, yeah. Yeah,
4: yeah No, I mean, I'm mean, i glad that that episode, like I'm actually glad that that episode exists because like, yeah. it's a reminder for me to like, that the only thing you need to do to like, you know, like to, to quash the voices is just start. And I think that's very powerful for a creative. Well, that's
2: what yeah. I love so yeah. much for about
0: sure. this show is it's able to talk about these real issues. It doesn't have to be, this big epic sweeping narrative about taking down a tyrannical um overlord or something i mean i guess technically they did that but it was kind of in the background for most of I wonder of
1: it. what show you were talking yeah. about there.
0: and and not not like nothing against those shows of course i love those shows but it's really nice to have a show that's just like slice of life and good. does it really yeah. really well like is mm-hmm. really good at that right.
3: and and i really love there's also what molly says to sharon which is about you know it doesn't matter it doesn't have to be loved by all it's you know, expression of you so it'll be great no matter what
1: mom i'm gonna give you the kind of advice that you usually give me your art doesn't have to be perfect it's an expression of how you feel and sometimes feelings are messy. Oh. I'll be proud of you no matter how messy it gets. Oh, since when did you start momming me, huh? I learned from the best.
3: Uh, what's What's the next one If think about? You know, and w- then
0: well uh so did it Remember is the next one i love, ah! I love that, one that i really oh. but i really want to before um before um before we get into that i gotta just sort of say just in general and we were just referencing the owl house but like i really do love how now we're in kind of this era of shows where it's not one where like oh the parents are off you know off off screen or don't know about the adventures for the most part i mean granted, mm-hmm. in phineas and Ferb, sometimes you had lawrence knew about what was going on but like for the most part like You know phineas and Ferb's mom completely clueless but then like you get amphibia and the owl house and the ghost of molly mcgee where we actually have these like really really fun and really well-written uh parents that are actually like in on the crazy adventures that their kids are having that their kids are going on and i I really enjoy that i think it's it's so much more fun that way
3: Mm -hmm. for sure
0: um so so soda to remember (laughs) Uh, oh my gosh! This oh one, boy, this, episode. this one's fantastic. Uh, this whole yeah. Ocean's Eleven parody, basically mm-hmm. parody or homage, wanna, like, whatever you want to call it.
1: Should we like start with like the meaty thing first?
0: or should we uh what i mean i we can we it end with that it's uh i mean there's not there's not really a ton to this is one of those episodes that i think is way more fun to watch than it is to like describe Mm
3: -hmm. yeah uh yeah Yeah, for sure basically
0: it starts with molly and livy talking about smells reminding them of happy memories and broach a subject that the fans have been waiting for who was scratch before he was a ghost Mm -hmm. um scratch mentions remembering surly sid's strawberry soda and Molly gets the idea to find the soda so that I can help Scratch remember. Daryl um, is able to find the soda, having to dabble in the dark web. <laughs> <It's> hilarious! <laughs> Saw some things I'm I could scared. not see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Daryl, don't get kidnapped. Um, but the soda gets confiscated by Principal O'Connor. Uh, and I, I forget who it was that said this, but that was a direct reference to... Um,
3: a direct reference to um, a, a sketch show uh bet and i can't remember it was bill or bob who said that
0: i'm gonna i'm gonna go look this up so editor chandler and you'll
3: you'll edit it in in, but yeah i did read this editor chandler
0: what'd you find out (laughs) editor chandler here according to writer brendan hoang the o'connor soda craving monologue was inspired by a fraser episode where his agent is trying to quit smoking
2: i like the way a fresh
4: firm pack feels in my hand
1: (laughs) i like peeling away that little piece of cellophane and seeing a twinkle in the light I like coaxing that first sweet cylinder out of its hiding place and bringing it slowly up to my lips. Striking a match,
4: watching it burst into a perfect little flame and knowing that soon that flame will be inside me. (laughs) I love the first puff,
3: pulling it into my lungs, little fingers of smoke filling me, caressing
2: me. Feeling that warmth penetrate deeper and deeper <laughs> till I think I'm going to burst, then whoosh.
3: Now I know how hard it is to resist those delicate bubbles. The fizzy pop, pop, popping, pop, pop, when a tongue like gentle rain pitter pattering by a summer storm, throwing
2: rain, tempting you to indulge a harmless little Uh, Principal O'Connor?
0: Thanks, Editor Chandler. Uh, <laughs> and so the gang plans a heist. Uh, i love daryl's whole obsession with the code names i think that's hysterical
3: this is what happens when you don't respect respect the code names
1: names. (laughs) and then i think the one really notable part about this whole like montage thing and it it was a fun montage to do really weird to describe the one really fun part was libby showing off her argentinian heritage yes i
2: love that
3: and she can play the accordion
0: Hold on. Why was that not what she did for the talent show?
3: Yeah. (laughs) Is this a way we can get in a Weird Al cameo, Libby? Yeah.
0: Seriously, (laughs) like, there's if there's two people I want to see guest star on this show, it's Weird Al Yankovic and Bruce Campbell. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I'd agree with those picks.
0: I would love to see both of them.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know how much it almost feels like outside of Dan's universe, but. He was. Yeah. I mean,
0: he was on Hamster and Gretel recently. He's been on. He's been on Gravity Falls. He's he's he been on. on 70,
3: oh, he? he was on 7D. He was on.
0: um He is no stranger to Disney Television. He animation. was on. Yeah. He's been on a he lot. He's <laughs> on Yonder you wander over Yonder. That's yeah. That's- and he is going to be in the new not television animation, but he's going to be in the new Muppets Electric Mayhem series. Yeah, which yeah. how did it take this long? To get Weird know. Al in a Muppets project. <laughs> that is, like, ridiculous that it took this long.
1: <laughs> so, uh, we end up getting into the principal's office, right? Yes. And then, then Scratch kind of confesses that he's a little scared of it. Yeah,
0: he sabotaged the heist. He took Principal O'Connor's tacos and... Mm. Um, and, and he that lied was all about yeah and he, he lied, lied about <laughs> he lied about ghosts not being able to go through safes yeah <laughs> that
1: was a very obvious lie
4: mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah i love the uh, musical number for this one yes but... oh, oh
0: yes. that uh one of the one of the one of the um the, i believe the storyboard artists on the show released like that whole sequence as a storyboard. it's so good mm-hmm. oh my gosh i i i Get off the top of my head who that was, but I again, editor Chandler. Who, who who did that? Editor Chandler here. It was Nick Lauer who did the uh storyboard and released that.
3: There's a very strange joke in that sequence, by the way, that I think I get the joke of. And if it's this, I would be very, very pleased because it seems like it's the joke. There's a joke where Molly like retrieves the soda and she nearly like. Doesn't like she nearly slips and doesn't like. Yeah, she drops it it in the in the plan. In in the plan, she's like, but in the in the real one, I'll. I won't drop it, which which seems to be a reference to the heist cliche where you're actually seeing the heist as it goes up. But so we think, oh, this is actually happening. Oh, but it's not. We are actually seeing the yeah, plan. Which I think it's bit. like the kind of the joke there, which I've <laughs> never seen anybody really like reference before. I love that. Yeah. So you think it's going wrong, but no, this is actually the pre-planning,
0: right? Or like when um, they do the planning and they show you it, but then you actually pull back and it's like, but this is what went wrong.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh and of course um, they get away clean uh, after um so basically molly after says look, well molly says look i understand if you're scared and if you don't want to remember that's fine but if you do i'm there and mm-hmm. then scratch possesses o'connor and opens the safe because he has two safes in the office including one with facial recognition which seems like a lot for a confiscated soda
2: mm-hmm
0: But then again, O'Connor probably sprang for those upgrades after having to confiscate stuff from Daryl and probably now also June. Yeah, right, right. (laughs) That's probably specifically for Daryl and June. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This is all the stuff we've had to confiscate just from these two kids.
2: Right.
1: (laughs) June comes in. Oh, God, now there are two of them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) i i i i heard we're also supposed to be getting a, a really good episode with daryl and june just, just oh, good. Again. So i'm like yes please That's good, good. yes good. <laughs> um i think that was another thing someone asked bill in the in the queue yeah. too getting, bad we're uh, only we getting like
3: three more episodes in may
0: yeah. yeah and then we're yes. going on break for a little while which honestly though i'm kind of fine with because i'm i'm like having that first drop it's like that's so much in one drop i think it, and i mm-hmm. think i think it kind of does the show a bit of a disservice because i think it's a lot more fun yeah. if people can actually talk about break it, week it up. To week.
3: yeah i don't mm-hmm. understand
0: why they can't just drop it on disney plus the day after it airs why is that so hard
3: uh it's just not the way
0: they want to do it. I don't know I what guess, to tell I you. I
3: don't know. I think I know it's what, like some I mean, weird contractual thing with like DJ and in.
0: Moon Girl feels like this. it just started and it's already over. The first season's already over. I'm like, when are we getting more? How could you edit on that cliffhanger like that?
3: Yeah. What, what like Moon Girl? Yeah. Oh
0: Which
1: I was goodness. surprised. I was like, right, we're was only insane. six. episode 16, like, and that's it. Oh, okay. what, Moon it's Girl like, took two months to air. Yeah.
3: Yeah. They, they pulled an amphibia yeah, season one, yeah, which
0: I know Matt Braley was really not happy with, oh yeah. <laughs> he was like, "I'm so much like this is so much better that we're wearing this weekly now, yeah, <laughs> um, but so, um after everything with the highest, Molly and Daryl get busted because Molly doesn't respect the code names, right And Sharon yeah. just had a talkie. <laughs>
3: And, and, then, and now my, the
0: moment. My, my headcanon is that Sharon saw that the walkie-talkies were gone and were like, oh, they're up to something. Right.
3: And this is one of the few rare times where Molly gets in trouble.
0: Yeah, Molly. Yeah. I, I, I kind of feel like if they, you know, I kind of feel like they explain what the situation was. They'd be like, okay, yeah. all right. You know, mm-hmm. that's, you shouldn't have broken into the principal's office, but you had a good reason. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so now we are on to the scratch moment
0: yes so scratch drinks the soda and remembers a childhood friend of his mm-hmm. her name is ada and all that we know as of now is that she moved away presumably played from by the house. kimberly brooks yes oh, and she yes. moved away from presumably the house that molly lived in
3: mm-hmm it looks like that yeah
0: yeah that would make sense and she said before she left promise me that whenever we drink this soda we'll always remember each other that way we'll never forget each other and And scratch isn't
3: not a very old ghost either right he's not yeah Mm -hmm. he
0: probably died fairly young not like in not like when he was a child or anything but like you know not too far into adulthood either Probably 30s yeah and and um they've said Bill and Bob have said before that you know Scratch didn't really have. I, I think that, at, least, at least I think they've said before that like Scratch didn't really do much with his life. There wasn't really much to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, which think, makes it a
3: little more tragic.
0: Yeah, I think the I thing could, is, after I, losing I, this friend, he kind of just closed himself off.
1: Yeah, I could see that flashback happening in like the '70s. That would make
0: sense. Yeah, yeah '70s, there, '80s. The, the, so, I think the yeah away. yeah probably like 70s would make it, sense it looks like early th-
1: early 70s mm-hmm.
2: yeah yeah and, and that so was maybe, probably his
3: childhood right so right
1: yeah, yeah that maybe was. scratch died in like the 90s or something
0: yeah yeah uh so i'm really of course really interested to see where that goes and the thing is we he doesn't even like verbally react it's just his expression yeah, And and yeah. He, it doesn't come up again yet, which I think is, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, I think it's really great that that was able to just be a, a, a moment for him and Molly didn't immediately press him like, hey, so what right. did you, did you, did you, did you uh, remember anything? You know, he's just like, he's just, yeah. he's just kind of, you know, sleeping on it, thinking about it. Like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: my only wish is that uh, that episode was the one that ended the drop that was yeah, yeah. that would have been a nice one That, that would have yeah. i think and i think you
0: could have swapped this episode with uh with davenport's, davenport's on demand Underband. and it wouldn't yeah. have really made any difference they probably could have done that but i don't know mm-hmm. but,
3: but i think it might have uh, uh imbalanced things because you have yeah, like one major cliffhanger massive yeah. Cliffhangers. Yeah. right
1: yeah my weird thing though is like i just don't get why the dance episode i don't get why that was a like a second segment
3: yeah
0: yeah that was weird We'll we'll get to that when we get to that of course um no. but first we have to talk about a period piece
4: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: i love this Which, one when i heard that they were doing yeah, this one right? actually there was um before we get into the, the discussion someone actually did a little fan anim- animatic That was like you know molly gets her first period and is you know like but i was and when i saw that i'm like this feels like something that they could absolutely talk about in the show and it would not feel out of place and then i saw the title of that episode i'm like oh that's gonna be a period episode uh my hunch was that it would be molly getting her first period but it actually ends up being libby getting her Mm -hmm. first period
1: and i think the way they executed that was actually way more powerful yeah
0: it was if they had I think it was mm-hmm. so well done, and I'm really, really glad that we have. And I've said this on on Twitter before, um, but I'm really, really glad that we have stuff like um, Turning Red and Baymax and this that can like actually openly yeah. mention this stuff, and it's not weird because it shouldn't be. I actually yeah. and. We'll get into this a little more, of course, in a bit, but I work at Walt Disney World. I work at the Emporium, and one of the places that we actually work in addition to the main store at the Emporium, when you work at the Emporium, you also work at Baby Care. And the Baby Care Center has a place where you can buy all sorts of things, including like diapers and and baby snacks and wipes. But also like adult medicine and pads and tampons, and we have all of that stuff. And I cannot tell you how many times I've had people come in that need that kind of stuff that are like super embarrassed to be asking me about this stuff because I'm a dude. I'm like, oh yeah, pads and tampons right over this way. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you know, we have the thing. I and I, I, I you know, the, the thing I always say is I'm like, look, we have all this stuff because we know people need it. You do not need to be embarrassed about it.
3: Right, and the entire episode is framed as 100 percent like frank about everything and they 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 are very wise to avoid cliches just for the sake of jokes whereas a a very very lazy writer's move would be that libby has her period and uh, uh molly goes to tell pete and pete goes i don't know what to do yeah you know and Dwacky. no he's he's like i have a wife i know what this is and i'm proud of you you don't have to be embarrassed by this and the story is more about you know uh it's of course uh you know sort of a take on um are you there guard a god it's it's me margaret uh which is where, also having a film yeah, adaptation
0: coming out very soon yeah, which yeah, is, exciting. Yeah, it is
3: yes where you know Molly. what, what appropriate
0: out. timing <laughs>
3: right <laughs> and molly feels left out by not having had her period and i mean to be fair andrea is very She's very Andrea about it. <laughs>
0: yeah, of course. Yeah, she is, also. You know, I, yeah, I, I, really want to talk about uh, Andrea though. Um. Oh, also, I wrote, but we kind of skipped over this. But I wrote in my notes: the scary doll keeps coming back. Is that the doll that gets possessed in a later episode? I think it is.
3: <laughs> I wonder. I think, I think, um, I think so. Yeah. Um, I think that's and, a, like there's no, a episode description coming. Out.
0: I don't know if that's the specific doll, but that um, but, um, Libby's also nervous because of the incident in third grade where um, she drank too much water before bed at a slumber party. A with quick Andrea. Note about
1: Andrea specifically is like she—it's interesting to see her shift, like from probably the obviously the end of season two or season one to now, because like she still very much has her same demeanor, but. She's trying; they're trying to transition her to a more likable character. Obviously, yeah, yeah. She's much nicer, and she's much
0: nicer to Libby, which I think is really good.
3: Yeah, she just doesn't know quite how to frame that sometimes, and can come across as being insensitive. But that's just just probably because of her upbringing.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Uh, (laughs) The other thing, the other thing that I was, I was kind of thinking about though, I'm like, okay, so Andrea shows up, and then uh, Libby gets her period. It's like, oh, you were, you were in your jammies. Don't worry, I have spares. I'm like, okay, but you don't have anything with you, do you? So she still, you know, if she's changing into those, she's just like, there's gonna be blood in the new PJs. Yeah. <laughs> unless, unless maybe Andrea had like something, but not like a whole bunch of anything.
3: Yeah, I can't. That would make no, the just, most sense. I just saw the ups.
0: I can't remember. <laughs> well, no, she doesn't. Nothing is said on screen. That's why I'm like, wait a minute. Is she? Is she just? You know, because she changes out of the old um, PJs and obviously Pete is going to go get stuff, but that's still never addressed. Mm-hmm. And um, so sort of like in the the episode of Baymax, where um, he has to help uh, the girl that's dealing with her first period. Um, Baymax has no idea what to buy, but with Baymax's, uh, with Baymax's perspective, it's probably because he was programmed by a dude who didn't really think about... <laughs> okay, what, what what do we do in this situation? And, yeah. so, and so he takes suggestions. Pete just is like, well, I know what I got for Sharon, but I'm worried that that's not going to work for Libby, so I'm just going to yeah. get everything.
3: Mm-hmm. And of course, Scratch is <laughs> yeah. using the situation to fool Pete to buy like every type of food.
0: Someone else in the Molly yeah. Discord was like, you know, if Scratch had actually been there to talk to Molly, it probably would have avoided the whole thing where she was like caking her face with makeup it's like molly chill you're fine <laughs> yeah it's not a big deal but of course scratch is gonna scratch he's gonna go leave to go get ice cream of course
1: um another moving on from that obviously like putting aside like where is sharon in this i don't remember where she was she was at a conference <laughs>
0: she was at a parent teacher conference night and that was the whole reason why they oh, were having oh. the sleepover um because apparently oh, it's like okay. all the moms or maybe like most of the m- most of the parents are going but pete agreed to stay home so that um so that molly and libby and i could have this sleepover
2: Uh,
1: um well like we have all that obviously the um song from molly where she's throwing away her toys and all that yeah and then then it obviously gets to the climax where she comes up and she and she tries to act all you know adulty
0: also uh, like uh when she does all that she actually like like she looked really good and she until she kicked her face entirely with makeup and made her look like the joker yeah, no. like somebody actually yeah. didn't edit where she was the joker <laughs> i'm like of oh course. no
1: <laughs> you know they're specifically like looked really nice but
0: yeah well and and mm-hmm. we already know she's a fan of blazers
2: mm. right
0: yeah but really quick, before we talk about the end of the episode, we also have to talk about Daryl's hilarious side shenanigans in this. <laughs> <laughs> His side hustle stuff. Like, yeah. whenever he's on the phone with somebody, it's like, you can only pay me in trampolines. <laughs> I can make that work. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you can pay
0: me in pogo sticks. Yeah, I can make that work.
1: Like, probably riffing off the, like, what can I get for one penny? Like, that whole yeah. stick. I don't know if you uh, you know that. Yeah
0: he got all of this cheese from where Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then molly
3: uses it it's like he makes a charcuterie board yeah
0: which honestly sounds like a really good thing to have at a sleepover you just gotta get some like soft pretzel bites to go with that Mm -hmm.
3: sure (laughs) but it has a really nice ending where uh you know andrea kind of drops the facade and she's you know yeah, she probably unintentionally made Molly feel left out.
0: Yeah, oh, it, it was all yeah. Andrea doing that, where, where she's like, oh, well, I can really bond with Libby over this. Mm-hmm, I think, right. honestly, I kind of feel like that was uh, Andrea's main thought with all of that was, she's like, hey, I know that I have been pretty mean to Libby in the past and I want to make it up to her because she doesn't deserve that.
3: But, you know, she says, Hey, you know, it's not a big deal that you haven't gotten your period. It's, it really isn't like, you know, we all go at our different times, which is, you know, again, refreshingly honest and really frank about it. And uh, reaches, you know, a nice ending uh, for this episode, um, also,
0: also, I love how, um, I love how the pamphlets. Again, this is a pause button moment. The pamphlets that um, Pete gives Molly one of them, on, like the back of it says, "And now you know everything you need to know about menstruation." Yay! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: So, after are, is there anything more to add about this episode? Or
0: um, oh, also, um, um, does Molly not realize that she can put sugar in tea?
2: no i don't
0: think she does <laughs> like she is thai and her grandmother at least at one point owned a restaurant maybe she hasn't put together that oh well thai iced tea there's sugar in that there's also sugar in like other tea as well because
2: mm-hmm.
0: you can't tell me molly hasn't had thai iced tea <laughs>
3: yeah I know that. Oh, for sure mm, yeah Maybe she wants to make it as adult as possible. If it's yeah, that's that, that, that
0: can be sugar. true. Yeah, that can be mm-hmm. true. Like I'm an adult, I still have sugar in my coffee.
3: Of course we do, <laughs> but that's the thing. I have a kid's perception of adulthood.
0: Right, 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 totally different, right. I I, um, I understand if you want to go home and drink coffee and do your taxes, honey. Adults don't want to do
1: their taxes. Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true <right. laughs> uh-huh. That's a great line. <laughs> okay, so now and we so have now to talk we're getting about,
1: to your spirit episode.
0: Yes, my spirit episode, uh, and I mean Ryan, of course, is a massive theme park fan. Uh, oh, so,
3: uh, uh, Sunnyland. It's, it's always Sunny it's
0: always and Sunnyland. Sunny sunny first, of all, sunny and sunny land. first of all, first of all, this whole episode is a love letter to the art of Mary Blair, which I absolutely yes. adore. Yes, it uh, is. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on,
2: hold on. <laughs> okay, now <laughs> oh, uh, for those of so you cute. who are listening,
1: uh, this you say audio one, podcast. I yeah, have a, a so... cool
0: button-down that I got. It's the um the Joey uh Joey Chu button down from Disney. He's one of the Wonderground gallery artists, and they did this whole yeah. line of yeah. stuff with his art, and it's very much inspired by Mary Blair, and it's super, super mm-hmm. awesome. Yes.
2: Nice.
0: <sighs> very cool. <laughs> I had that on standby. <laughs> okay, so yeah. um so the McGee's are about to leave for their vacation to Sunnyland, which is something they've presumably been trying to save for for a while. But then they get the the dreaded news that the park is flooded and that their vacation oh, is canceled. Okay.
3: All right. <laughs> this made me, this cracked me up uh, because I had literally like when this aired two weeks before I was at Disneyland and it rained the entire day. Yeah. And that park <laughs> that park didn't close for shit. Well, <laughs> and Knott's does. Knott's <laughs> closes yeah, in a light does. drizzle. Yes, Knott's does, but Disney Parks, which obviously Sunnyland, it's disneyland let's let's, you know be honest here uh and you're of course
1: i think it's universal (laughs) yeah
3: (laughs) and you work at walt disney world and well i
0: was i was honestly (laughs) worried that this was going to happen when i went to california that specifically my knots day Mm -hmm. would be ruined by that and there actually was a day i think that knots was closed when i was there Mm mm-hmm I, th- those parks usually don't close for the rain unless it's like well again like That's not be torrential downpour yeah. Nots will close, but like Disneyland has enough out uh, has enough indoor attractions that they Churches, will mostly yeah. th- they will stay open. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's a miserable downpour. <laughs> Heck, even when it was hailing earlier today, I'm pretty sure nothing you know stopped at Disney yeah. World except for the outdoor attractions. Right um, and of course i think it's pretty obvious that this episode was very much inspired by because i mean this was being written during lockdown during during the pandemic during the height of the pandemic this was very much inspired by disneyland being closed and people recreating the park experience mm-hmm.
3: at well for sure
0: which there are some yeah. really cool examples of people doing this probably my favorite one is the 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 dad who like Built the original Star Tours for his kids' yes. birthday
2: party. <laughs> like yeah. what? That's so
0: cool! Oh that my was god! <laughs> That's the
2: coolest thing I've ever
0: seen. It's amazing, Man. and like, oh, I, lo- I love it. Molly so is much.
1: determined to like make this the best, you know, best vacation ever.
0: Yeah, and uh, Molly really did an amazing job of recreating the park experience. Like she, she outdid herself. Yeah, no, it was merchandise.
1: ridiculous.
0: Merchandise, it was rides. Ridiculous. She made a mascot costume, everything, <laughs> and she manages to bribe Scratch with ice cream to help her run the rides. Of which uh, no, actually,
1: well, it's Dave <laughs> from Dave, uh, not
0: Scratch. Uh, Duke, uh, what was it, Duke from uh, from Oh wait, West no, it's Duke. Yeah. Duke from West Covina. Duke, I mean, Duke, from West Covina. Can I be? Yeah, Duke from West Covina. Where did that so come funny. from? <laughs>
1: that was so funny. to me. That's
4: that's like the one joke that like made me like burst out laughing. I, like, oh, <laughs> God, I feel like it's a reference to uh, something that I probably don't get. <laughs>
1: well, so it's a reference say... to
3: the name tags. The name tags have your uh, at Disneyland have your name and your hometown.
4: Right, and where from, you're from. It. Yeah, yeah,
3: exactly. So, right, just like how Chandler has it. So the joke is that Scratch not only wants to be Duke, but he wants to be Duke from
0: Las oh, Vegas. Wait, see? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm holding up my name tag. Yeah, Las Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> yep, I have one oh, of these. Wow. They actually, for a little while, they made... Um, they, they uh bill and bob were doing this thing where they would give people um, these molly mcgee ambassador name tags and they look just like cast member name tags like oh, um, cool. but they have like i think they had like molly and scratch where like the castle would be and they're really cute so that's cool mm-hmm. um I, i'm kind of sad i missed the boat on that th- that i think um but yeah uh, i will say as a cast member we don't have access to an unlimited sunday bar uh, <laughs> however, sometimes they do have like stuff like that for us. Uh, probably my favorite thing that they do for us that's really cool is that they'll like have once a year, they have this like huge party in um, the parking lot behind Tomorrowland. They have this like huge tent that they set up, and they have all this food, and there's photo ops. It's so cool. And uh, another cool part if you work for the Disney Parks is you actually get a um, coupon book every year that has oh, yeah. coupons for... Free ice cream, popcorn, snacks. Oh. You know, you could use those snack coupons for anything that's like one of those that you can get from the cards, which is great.
3: Well, Chandler, that's the thing about bribery; it works. It works,
0: yeah. <laughs> it works. It works. Um, and at first, Molly really does seem to be enjoying playing theme park and making her family happy. But the thing is, it's a lot of hard work. Even a job that's fun is still hard work. You can probably mm. see where I'm going with this. Yes. Um, and then she remembers oh at lady. the end of the first day that this was supposed to be a week-long Can vacation. Can we really quickly talk
3: about the uh, the Sky Tour scene? The Sky with Tour. All the, is...
0: With all the puns? Yes, which is very Jungle Cruise, of course. Yeah, it was or... very Jungle Cruise. Although it Cruise. also reminded me of the new script for the People Mover. Mm-hmm. Which has what's, a lot what's... of references to like, classic Tomorrowland and stuff like that. Like, if you have wings, jetpacks, or anything yeah. else like that. What is the
3: joke? They were blown away. We haven't yes, seen Yes, they sense. were blown yeah. away. Yeah, it
0: like it was tragic. <laughs> yeah. That's very Jungle Cruise. And I love yeah. that.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, that seems just... Sorry. I just... I, oh, that.
0: I, lo- I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. And the the, mm-hmm. the cloud balloon thing is obviously, like, similar to Peter Pan's flight.
3: Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Is the idea. Um, but, yeah. So, like I said, Molly, Molly realizes this was supposed to be a week-long vacation, and because she and scratch have done such a good job at recreating the park experience and molly's been being a happy and enthusiastic cast member molly's family completely takes her for granted and even when she calls for libby to be reinforcements Libby ends up being like oh sweet you're recreating the park experience well i've always wanted to go
3: well they and they do say like i've never been able to afford it
0: right no. yeah she's <laughs> never been able to afford yeah. going uh well now's now's your chance and scratch of course because he's actually kind of been working on this with her is worried about her and suggests that she slow down but Mo- molly has convinced herself that this is what she has to do and you know i've seen this i've seen people who are like i can't call out i can't do anything like that i have to have perfect attendance at work i'm like there is no point in doing that like they
1: have i the system to that they have a little yeah. bit too much
0: they have the system yeah. that they have for a reason. You are supposed to be able to use call-in days. I mean, yeah, they want you to be able to trade shifts if you can, but if you have to call out, call out. You know, take care of yourself right. first before mm-hmm. your job. Do, do what you need to do. That's, I mean, my leaders have always encouraged that because that's, you know, it, you can't work and actually do your job if you are burnt out, you know? Right. You know, they yeah. make a, they, they really do make a, a a point of that, which I think is really nice. Uh, mm-hmm. and it, it, this really is an episode it, that's largely about burnout, and right, yeah, it, 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 yes, it's
1: it scratches, obviously a cycle where it gets worse and worse and worse, and then right,
0: Scratch is worried about her and and suggests that she slow down, but she's convinced herself that this is what she has to do,
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, and so she works uh, twice as hard and harder and harder, and then she just collapses, and yeah, yeah <laughs> I think,
0: yeah, I also, like I love. The, uh, I love the exchange. because or... um, it's like, you know, the, the montage where she's having to do all this stuff and it's just starting to drive her nuts. And um the at song the end,
1: there was very at, fun. Yes.
0: Mm. And at the end of that, when she uh when 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 Pete is like, Do you have these sunny shades in blue? And she's like, That's is more is like a blue. teal. Seems more like a teal. I'm like,
2: yeah, I did, had this, did you feel I that had, in the
3: bones?
0: <laughs> I have had this interaction every day for the past year. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have this in a different color? If we had it in a different color, we would have it on the shelf or on the rack. We don't have it in a different color. If you want custom t-shirts, there is a place to do that. It is not here.
1: (laughs) Just make them yourself.
0: Yeah, so many people make custom t-shirts, too. That's the thing. Uh, There's so many custom t-shirts these days. Like, I mean, and a lot of them aren't good, but the one the drinking I really... shirts oh the drinking <laughs> shirts but the one that really drives me nuts is, is well actually the, the genres that drive me nuts are you know most expensive vacation ever which like yes we get it you spent a lot of money to come here everyone did that, that's not you're not special that's not new and also the ones that I, I i've said this before um i'm very glad that the genre of comedy of well i hate my my nagging wife and our loveless mm-hmm. dying marriage has basically yeah. died out of like Stand-up comedy for the most part. But unfortunately, it is still alive and well in the t-shirts of the um the Gen Xers who come to the Disney parks. And the other thing I was kind of thinking when Molly's trying to fix the, 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 the disco ball she has set up on the, on the floaty is, uh, we are currently experiencing technical
2: difficulties.
0: (laughs) Yeah. This night, this nighttime spectacular is experiencing technical difficulties. I I wonder if that is going to relate to anything. Hmm. Actually, I kind of thought about how, you know, I did that edit in the last podcast where I was with, uh, where where I had Bill and Bob on where, uh, I did that bit where it's like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm imagining the end of phantasmic where, where Molly just boops the dragon's nose. I'm like, uh-oh, uh-oh. I, I think I may have predicted this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, poor Murphy.
3: Oh, no. rest in peace. Oh
0: Dumb. man. Um, uh, and the whole thing just finally falls apart when Molly ends up getting thrown into the side of the kiddie pool. Uh. Which, by the way, she set up this kiddie pool indoors, which, you know, was totally not destined to cause any problems. Mm. (laughs) Uh, Water goes everywhere. And even as as this is happening, she's just worried about how she's ruined everything for everyone. Uh, She's like, I ruined your vacation! And then she presumably passes out because of exhaustion. Yeah. (laughs) She gets, like, no sleep for, like, two days. Yeah, she just (laughs) passes out. She's just done. And she yes. like when she finally when when she wakes up she like freaks out and I was like oh no everything's soaked I had to fix this and Scratch is like it's okay Molly it's it's fine relax I just I love that moment because Scratch really yeah. does care about her so that, much
1: yeah. that whole like family mounting moment was probably one of my ba- one of my favorite episodes in this or favorite moments in this batch.
0: Yeah, her, her family and Libby realized that they didn't think about how hard she was working to do all of this, because they were just all on vacation mode. Uh, mm. And the rest of the family worked to, to put everything back together, presumably while Molly is asleep, <laughs> hopefully. And they surprised her with a big thank you, which is a really nice moment in terms of Molly's family thanking her for everything she's done for them. But for me, it also really felt like a big thank you on behalf of the entire crew of the show to the cast members at the Disney parks and the workers of every other theme park out there. And yeah. f- for all of the hard work that they do. I'm actually working on making a video that'll probably be out before this episode drops, cause it's gonna be a little while before this episode drops, um, that goes more in depth into why I love this episode so much. But in a nutshell, I think it's really great that we have a theme park inspired episode that really highlights that these amazing places that we go to to, to forget about all of our troubles and have a great time with our friends and family they're run by real hard-working people and I think this episode should be required viewing for everyone <laughs> ever visiting a theme park yeah <laughs> yeah and, and this time they all take turns riding the rides
1: personally. you can definitely speak on that personally because oh I yeah
0: see... I mean you know and, and and we do get thank yous and it's really appreciated when people leave cast compliments when they give us little uh th- probably one of the coolest things I've ever had happen is I was just at the podium at space mountain in the morning and i just had this little girl come up to me and she gave me this tiny little bag of of glitter she's like i wanted to give you a little Aww. pixie dust i'm like that is the Aww. sweetest thing i've ever oh my god like i, I i'm like i'm crying to so you, It's so sweet oh my god it's just, so sweet oh.
1: but also so messy <laughs> well
0: it was just a tiny little it was a tiny little bag of glitter so it wasn't gonna like i just kept it in my pocket and i brought it home afterwards i'm like this is so cute I just, oh, I love it. I love it so much. I love this episode. I'm biased, but oh, man, I love this episode. It's a good one. <laughs> I'm like, it's it's I'm choked up. I'm choked up just thinking about it. Oh, Yeah.
3: <laughs> and uh, just let me say my favorite line from it is, uh, this is more like ice cream soup, which is dinner food. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, pour, um, pour that in some of your
1: coffee. There you go.
0: Yeah. And
1: uh, then, <laughs> obviously, the next episode, we finally get our Grand Ollie return
0: yes the ollie returned yay <laughs> yay yeah, <laughs> yeah you're See, what, John.
2: you
1: know what's
0: crazy about this episode is it feels like it should be it feels like in any other show this would have been like a 22 minute mid-season finale yeah. the fact that this yeah. is the first half of episode five is
1: nuts yeah <laughs> yeah it was i i i get that it was like like sweet and stuff it was just really weird that it wasn't even ending an episode. That was just weird.
0: Yeah, it does end on this.
1: Yeah, but what's
0: on demand? what's <laughs> on demand could have been the first half of this episode. And I don't think anything would have changed. I don't know yeah. what happened there. I I'm, 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 I don't know. am sure. I'm sure separate. they had their
3: reasons.
1: <laughs> yeah. They wanted that I don't know. cliffhanger to be like this, the spooky part, I guess. Because
0: like it's just kind of. I mean, I'll, I'll get to this towards the end, but it's just kind of weird that like all this happens and then it's just not addressed in the next episode at all. It's just. Yeah um uh, but so uh so um uh, we got molly and ollie working on setting up the dance uh you know they've got all the all the stuff together it's it it looks like a really amazing school dance of course
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh because the two of them obviously would pull out all the stops to make it amazing um mm-hmm. uh, the only thing they didn't have figured out was music fortunately daryl got a talk pink to perform at the dance because he flooded the site with bots
2: Mm-hmm yeah as and he would on, do
1: i would like to interject this was probably um ollie specifically alan this is probably your best episode in terms of oh. like voice acting
2: <laughs> yeah i love it i
0: love it so much
2: Oh, mm-hmm. really
1: right. well, thank you i mean it's it's only
4: been three but i appreciate that that's <laughs> yes I, uh... that's true top, top three. that's true yes <laughs>
0: that <is> true. <laughs> i, so I peaked um, at five <laughs> hey, so uh so yeah daryl got a time to pay to perform at the dance because he cheated and ollie <laughs> asked molly out with the excuse that it's not actually a date and it's to say on gas <laughs> sure and, and molly agrees but of course Scratch is is objecting to this the whole time
1: which is fair
0: yeah, yeah, which is completely fair. And I the, think before and obviously... before before this episode came out, I think a lot of the fans were expecting Scratch to be like super protective of her. Uh, you know, when she went on a date, she's like, you, you know, you, you know, he, he would be just worried about her because he he is really like family to her. But in reality, he doesn't care as long as it's not a ghost
1: hunter.
3: Right. Yeah. It's and like
1: obvi- also, uh, I feel like the interfering part um that's bringing me back to that one season one moment where i believe it's uh at the end of the bad boy bobby daniels yeah
2: (laughs) the thing (laughs) is uh, he's he's not interfering
1: hey just quick thing if you ever sabotage my love life you're gonna find yourself in the after
0: afterlife okay yep message received but he's not interfering because it's not like it's it's his fault that that ollie is a ghost hunter
3: yeah it's it's just you know the natural conflict of you know this is dangerous for me. You right, know? right.
0: Molly thinks she's getting through to Ollie because it's like, well, he he didn't mention he didn't mention ghost once uh, while we were setting up. Uh, plus, are the Chen's really that big of a threat? And Molly shows the the bit with the ghost trap where they they um, have balloons filled with banana pudding that they test this ghost trap with, and it does not work.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then Ollie reveals, oh, wait, no, we got it to work.
0: (laughs) Yeah, later on. Later on, it's revealed that they got it to work. Uh, Mm -hmm. Once again, Daryl's side shenanigans are hysterical because the whole thing is he's basically, actually, and this kind of brings me to my event management class um, (laughs) because uh, it basically feels like Daryl's having to fulfill all of the ridiculous um, conditions that can be put in a rider.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh Which yeah if you
0: don't know if you don't know what a writer is, it's basically the contract that you sign with uh w- with uh an artist when they're performing that this is all the stuff that you have to fulfill, otherwise they can say, Hey, we're not going to go on because you didn't fulfill everything in the writer
3: well, it feels like it's like something he wants to prove.
0: Well yeah, it, yeah, because the thing is this is a contest that he won. So Yeah, he doesn't really, really have to do it. <laughs> yeah. There's not really a contract. He's just trying to prove himself. But I have to wonder if anyone, like if the person who wrote this episode um has any experience with that. Um yeah. one 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 example that comes to mind is um, one of my uh my professor from my class that I was taking was telling us about how there was this whole thing with like Snoop Dogg specifically wanting like purple Gatorade. Um, he didn't actually care about the purple gray- Gatorade. It was just one of those things that was put in there to be, like, making sure that they paid attention to everything. Cause... Right. Uh, there's other artists that will do, like, specifically ask for blue MMs uh, mm. because it's the right. kind of thing where it's like, well, if you got that detail right, everything else should be good. And a lot of the times it is actually... It's, people think of it as being this thing where artists are really, like, vain about it, but it actually sometimes can be a safety issue because, like, there are... Uh, artists that will require a specific hardware and specific things for their shows and it's like, if, if that's not fulfilled they can't safely put on the show.
3: Or sometimes you're Mariah Carey and you just request to have a couch. A specific well, yes. couch. Anywhere you yes.
0: are. A specific couch. <laughs> it just depends. It depends on the artist, really. Um, yeah, But I thought that was yeah. really, I thought that in was really short, interesting. Part,
1: in short, Daryl pulled a Molly Summerland
0: yes yeah he's anyway. going all like he's going completely overboard for this and <laughs> it's great as if we didn't um, learn
1: that episode that lesson in the very last episode <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: um, and of course after saying that um that they're there to work and not partake in the rom- romantic cliches of a middle school dance molly and ollie partake in the cliches of a middle school dance
3: oh, mm-hmm. this and so nice.
0: and everyone <laughs> at school is shipping them uh <laughs> my was-
3: favorite thing
0: <laughs> Is, which i gotta say funny i gotta say is is um uh, you know obviously shipping cartoon characters is fine because they are cartoon characters shipping real
1: people is kind of weird it
3: is weird yeah but but it's just i love libby's
1: so, do, book doesn't cross the line <laughs> for cartoon characters to ship other cartoon characters
0: well yeah. in their world they are real people so i would say yeah. Yeah, yeah like like but i think they also kind of call it out in the episode like um uh, you know with, with uh what's her name abigail the the one girl that keeps uh that, that's that's that, that keeps you know that excited one... yeah yeah, yeah. She's, way yes, too invested it. It! she's way too invested in other people's happiness
3: right but i loved libby's book and in the back of the book <laughs> like on the cover it says in like it says in Happify ever after or something like that
0: <laughs> yes that's so great oh my god i love that
3: yeah <laughs> just like just how much everybody is so obsessed with you know uh you know with ollie and molly and of course calling them molly
0: of yes course. which is the dumbest ship name ever and i love it <laughs>
3: yeah <laughs> i don't get it. that's know, my name oh
0: you know one thing i was kind of thinking of with that though i'm like okay that kind of reminds me of i, I feel like i feel like the owl house fandom went out of their way to use Huntlow instead of winter winter yeah winter was too easy
3: yeah it was too yeah. easy it was basically way too easy and I, I just like i don't get it we had like a slam dunk lumini and we're not using winter okay fine. winter <laughs> um <laughs>
1: So, so alan was there any yeah. like particular moments in this episode that like really stuck out to you as you were voicing it uh yeah i mean oh
4: man i like the first thing that pops to mind is the ending
0: mm-hmm. yeah
4: do you, want to, do you want to talk about that for a little bit so we should I probably can't... get to that oh okay uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I will get yeah. to that when i get when we get there but uh for the first few parts Uh, yeah, no, like just the setup and all that sort of stuff. I think that was probably the most fun I've had. Uh, like the (laughs) check mark, you know, like the uh, the the checklist thing. We
0: got the photo op, we got the balloon arch, we got everything.
4: Yeah, Mm -hmm. that that stood out to me. The Um, the peanut
0: butter and jelly sandwiches cut into perfect 90 degree triangles.
4: Yeah, isosceles triangles, check. Yeah, that sort
0: of stuff. Isosceles
2: Uh, triangles, yes. Which I'm like, that's
4: a choice okay cool (laughs) um yeah no i mean i i think it's i think it was a really cute episode it reminded me of like the awkwardness of like a middle school slash high school like you know dance and, Mm -hmm. and going with the person you may or may not be crushing with or whatever See,
0: high school i remember definitely being like that middle school dances were just yeah we're just hanging out after school and having a good time nobody actually like 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 it it was too loud to do anything else. Like they, oh, yeah. they never played slow songs at middle school yeah. dances. Oh, they played
4: the weirdest songs at middle school dances. They played yeah. like 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 top forty songs that are not dance <laughs> songs at 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 these dances. And I'm just looking back. I'm like, why did we dance to that? Or like, why did they play that <laughs> at the dance? Like this is such a weird thing. Uh, I remember going to. Like the middle school dance, and like they'd have like these like like they would use the library as like a photo op, <laughs> like, <No. area. laughs> and I remember taking a picture oh, with the no. chick that I was like at the dance with, and I was like, this is weird. Like we should <laughs> we should burn all of these photos. That's <laughs> yeah. like it's so stilted, and it's for a so second awkward. I thought
1: you were gonna say we should burn all of these books. Yeah. No, no, Just no burn no, the no, library
0: no. down wrote <laughs> it
1: down. Yeah, wrote awesome. no, no. it down. <laughs>
2: um,
0: probably I think I think easily the coolest um dance I've ever been to, like the easily the coolest school dance I've ever been to, has to be my senior prom because where was it? It was at Epcot. My Ooh. senior prom was at Epcot. It was really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I think when 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 you have your senior prom at Epcot, every other dance you've been to that's like in the cafeteria or the gym is like, okay, this is. This was fine. It, it, Can't it,
3: ride it, test track at my senior prom. <laughs>
0: well, no, we couldn't ride anything. We walked in like we were walked into the park and they had it at that pavilion. Like, oh, where... they
3: had a world show place?
0: Yes, a world was show place. That That's yeah, exactly okay. where it was. But they had like photo ops with Mickey and Minnie. They had amazing food and it was it was a ton of fun. It was great. Cool.
1: So should we get to some of the specific drama with Molly and Scratch? Yeah, so Molly and Scratch have their
0: first fight yeah because molly out. and molly and ollie get picked as lemming royalty and scratch pulls her away and it's like look you can either have a ghost as a best friend or a ghost hunter as a boyfriend you can't have both it's just not going to work and fair
1: to a certain extent
0: which yeah which is 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 fair and Molly's like well this isn't about me at all this is about you and how when you're when you're unhappy you want everyone else to be unhappy
2: yeah which
3: she's really like really the one of the first times that molly like really digs into somebody and
0: yeah she's never really done that before and obviously you know it's because she's really really happy with with ollie and doesn't want to think that yeah she's she, she's she for, for
3: for once in her life she's thinking about herself
0: right and
3: yeah and uh it's those
0: those tween hormones yeah (laughs) okay
3: maybe i have like a teensy weensy crush on him oh Oh, he he
0: finally admits it well and the other thing you know and and, and there's there's people that are like well Mo- molly was was being you know completely out of character and i'm like no she's not she is a kid she is 13 and yeah. she should not have to worry about her crush mm. possibly right. being a danger to her best friend that should not be something that a 13 year old is having you deal with guys right. she of mm-hmm. course she's gonna make a mistake I, I i hate this and and people have been doing this so much with like steven universe where they're like um, they'll find a, a like they'll, they'll, they'll repost a clip from Steven Universe, and they'll be like, obviously missing the point where it's like, oh well, this was bad. It's like, yeah, characters make mistakes. That's how yeah. that's how shows work. That's not, that doesn't right. mean that yeah. this is a bad character or that this is out mm-hmm. of character. Right. I'm sick of people doing that.
4: Right. It's like, oh no, there's conflict.
2: <laughs> there's conflict.
0: <laughs> Heaven forbid, there's conflict. Right. It's
4: a story. <laughs> Yeah. So no no, it, it, I I think I think looking in, in inward like story-wise, both uh Scratch and Molly have valid points, right? Obviously, yeah. like like all Okay, and this is me separating myself from the character, but like <laughs> Right. Um no, like Ollie's Ollie's a good guy, right? Ollie's a good guy. Yeah. He's he's uh yes, there's a lot of things that like kind of can mirror Molly, but like is also just him right like like like, there's things that he wants to do he has ambitions um you know like of of just being like he has his own ambitions of uh, of trying to just be a good person right like yeah as as does uh molly and and so like i understand why it's like oh yeah i would find someone who you know has similar values or like similar goals to be attractive i totally get that and you want to just get to know the guy and be at a dance. I mean, you're in middle school, of course. Yeah, it's a nice moment that you should be able to cherish, you know. Mm-hmm. Like after, you know, like like you know, throughout the years and all that sort of stuff. I also get. I also understand Scratch's point about, of course, uh, the fact right. that he is a literal threat to to, to his existence. Mm-hmm. But like, um, so so again, I get it. I I get it. And so there is a good bit of conflict there. I just, I don't know. I don't understand why. Why Scratch had to tag along in the first place? That's a, yeah, he really. (laughs) That's a good, it's a decent point. That's a a good
0: question. Like, if he hadn't tagged along, he wouldn't have gotten (laughs) (laughs) caught the trap. Right.
4: Why, why, like, like, what is him being there, like,
0: do? I think, I think the whole thing is
3: that he's trying to, like, make sure that this doesn't happen, is my guess.
0: That would make sense.
2: Mm -hmm. Right. Because, because if he doesn't go
0: yeah well well yes but except nothing would have happened except if if molly goes to this dance with ollie and they become a couple it's a done deal and then is that's it? really I mean, really maybe not <laughs> They're a
2: maybe school. not that's true
0: <laughs> well and, and as we'll kind of bring up uh you know it, it feels like because davenport davenport's on demand is after this it kind of feels like the entire school has forgotten about this within the course of a couple of days um right. But yeah, so basically, Molly and Scratch have their first, have that have that that whole fight, and then Scratch goes off, and he ends up getting trapped. Chandler, in-
3: what what He's is trapped. Scratch's third favorite
0: movie? Did you write it oh, down? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, editor, Chandler, put the quote in.
3: I will be at home watching my third favorite movie of all time, *Country Pumpkin* to *The
0: Pumpkining*. Whenever you're ready to admit you were wrong. So we know his third favorite movie is that. We know his favorite kind of ice cream is peanut butter with little chocolate flakes in it. And, and then, like strawberry soda.
3: Uh, and then um, we get that sweet scene between Molly and Ollie.
0: Yeah, where they dance together and it's this really sweet, really special moment. And then, wait, is, is that beeping? Do you hear beeping? Oh yeah, that's just the alarm from one of the ghost traps that went off. Um, which, my question is... Does Ollie not think that maybe like a a wild animal or something like that? Like that? Could I, I one of those? think
3: he's so wrapped in the moment. I mean, is that what they gave you as the direction? He's so wrapped in the moment, he's not even thinking about it, Ellen. Yeah, or... I
4: think it's like I think it's like uh, no, it's just like, oh man, I don't. I mean, I, I can't recall. Well, because like, basically, I, I he say says
0: he, he's, oh. he's still thinking it's kind of heroic where he's like i'm going to make sure that no ghosts mess up this dance yeah. that's an ollie oath right yeah i
4: don't think it's an alarm to say that the trap had been like had been activated i think okay. it's like the beeps are like oh yeah yeah they're they're here as a contingency like they're because mm-hmm. there's a bunch of them right
0: right so, like, yeah I well i think, think i think like i think he's he of... said specifically that one of them was triggered did he i think or, he yeah did.
3: i can't remember yeah can't, because he suddenly hears them. yeah it's something like that
0: yeah and and molly realizes oh no this is this is bad i need to go i I need to go find scratch and thankfully scratch was not far away because the trap was set up like right outside of the school um and she breaks Scratch out of the trap thankfully the trap is not hard to break yeah
2: Mm -hmm. apparently (laughs) it's made of
4: like like almost like plastic almost <laughs> like it
0: was built by a 10 year old or something but but it, it does trap dose <laughs> he
3: couldn't get out of it until molly intervened so yeah it was, <laughs> it was successful
0: it was successful successful test
1: and then obviously uh, we're at the end with uh, that moment with ollie right
0: yeah where when molly realizes that yeah where molly realizes that scratch was right and that she right. and really can't be together yeah. uh but ollie sees her talking to scratch Yeah, but he he doesn't say anything. Yeah, he has those ghost goggles, but he doesn't say anything to his mom because his mom mm -hmm. drove them both to the dance, and Mm -hmm. uh, when she comes to pick him up, she's like, "Where's Molly?" And he's like, "Oh, well, she's walking home with a
1: friend."
3: Yeah, Yeah, Alan, you sell that heartbreak and that devastation really, really well.
1: Yeah. Oh man, you (laughs) Um, you had some thoughts about that, and you did it that great. So, what were some of your thoughts, Alan? I, I think I think we did
4: like. I want to say like we, we did like five or six takes of that, just oh. no mom I'm I'm fine right like that yeah. whole thing and we played up with different scenarios of like how he feels, I don't remember which one it was like I think I did one where it's like, a little more, just like, letting her go sort of thing like yeah just letting my feelings of her go uh, another one's just like, like okay like I have to make a decision whether I like, like. Uh, ghost hunting more, or Molly more, and I've decided on Molly, so I'm going to cover for her. Mm. And then uh, I think another one was like, like just, just straight up conflict in himself, just being like, yeah, I, I have to reflect about this. The, that being more of the subtext behind the line. Well, that's what um, I'm
0: thinking. Yeah, I, that's, I that's what I'm thinking. He's Obviously, had, yeah. He has just had his, his entire worldview turned upside down.
3: Right. right, and and now obviously you know more about where season two is going than we do. So all right. we can do, all we can do, is speculate on where this goes with the character next. But the way I I really thought about it is that he's it's it's a part heartbreak and him just kind of you know having his worldview just shaken up and just go and yeah. really reflect upon it
0: because he is right. known for his entire life presumably that ghosts are bad suddenly he sees this girl that he really really likes and she's friends with a ghost and she's protecting him and how can that work how can that make any sense and i bet he's also thinking back to what she was saying before about well hey what if ghosts can be good and he's thinking oh she knows more about this than i do editor chandler here if you're not completely caught up uh definitely go do so and, and again, this goes back to what I was saying about this isn't just a ship that exists to be a ship. It is a ship that is directly plot driven, and I think yeah. again that is so smart. It, and it really makes it, it, it really makes it, you know, it, it's an important mm-hmm. part of the story. And I think that that really makes it kind of unique because and, a lot of a lot mm-hmm. of things like that, like a lot of a lot of when you have romance in a show, it you know kind of isn't it's as very hit or
1: miss
2: mm-hmm. it
0: can be hit or miss i mean you look at um some some other sh- there's some other shows i can think of that uh went all in on the shipping and it kind of messed a lot of things
2: up <laughs> Wait, like, which yeah, you... are
0: you, what are you talking about I don't, be... I don't know i mean kind if... of and it kind of shows with uh, a magical princess from another mm, dimension,
2: dimension? Mm.
0: with pony heads, mm. uh, something uh, like that. but
3: yeah. Uh, uh, another thing is, and <laughs> I,
0: I, I don't I care think, if all we, my yeah. friends die. We need to be together.
1: So, I, have we thrown enough shade at Star Versus yet? No. <laughs> uh,
3: and, uh, okay. Uh, another thing, and I, I think it's, I think it's implied that uh, Ollie hears. Uh, molly say we're done uh, me and ollie are over it, it's too dangerous and so i'm right. guessing he's also thinking about you know the fact that like you know oh
2: she, oh my gosh she, she hates, hates yeah. me
3: she hates me she chose she chose this ghost over me yeah. she thinks i'm a villain she thinks i'm a threat like so many emotions that really like kind of go through in that moment there so that's i'm excited very, to see what happens next that's yeah, a very, interesting, yeah. And then,
4: uh, <laughs> very interesting notion you got there <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, very interesting uh, uh take on that so yeah. so so, <laughs> so that we don't have
0: alan accidentally spoil anything that's going to happen next oh um, i'm not going to
4: accidentally. i'll be fine yeah.
0: <laughs> well well, well <laughs> no, yeah, 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 so far you're far not you're far not far you're far dana far almost far. spoiling that scratch becomes the chairman in an interview yeah <laughs> I, I guess he almost know. did that
4: it's been five <laughs> episodes people i mean just, no but that's that's the other thing is that like oh and I, i'm sure we'll talk about this down the line uh in a few more minutes but like uh yeah again going back to the uh the the, the taboo of the voice actor reading the comments at while watching the clips right yeah and, and, like seeing comments like uh Oh thank god they're over. Like we're Yeah, I'm like no,
0: oh, come on. Are you not paying like, attention to the show?
4: Yeah, and I'm like, you know, uh yeah, of course. Clearly I've been brought on for just 3 episodes and then <laughs> you're never showing up <laughs> again. Leaves. You know, it's not like you're, prom- right now, you're It's
0: not like your character is prominently featured in the poster or anything, uh, you know? I, know. I saw on Reddit someone someone like
4: Made an edit of the poster and they just did. <laughs> oh
2: my god, I did I like, see this. Wow. Wow. We I get did it. See
0: the Ollie list poster. We get it. You wanted to ship Molly with Libby or Andrea. We know. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, I, I've, I've said this before. I shipped Molly with Libby before we, we knew about Oliver coming into the show because I think a lot of people did.
4: I don't know if I should yeah. say this. I don't know if this would be edited out. I don't know. But I also shipped
0: Molly with
1: Libby. Yes! <laughs>
4: I was like, oh, they're so cute! Like They are, like, yes! And then I remembered, like, oh, yeah, I play all Oh, of yeah! <laughs> you played <heard> the love <laughs> interest? <laughs>
1: That's hilarious. <laughs>
4: so was, you know, part of me is like, Yes! you know like like you know screw alan man. alan the
1: discord server is
0: gonna love that <laughs>
4: oh my gosh. no they're so cute and then i was like i was like I was like, slay 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 you know like yeah and then i was like uh this is not gonna be a problem in the future is it <laughs>
2: so the thing is the again final... first of
0: all ship whoever you want just be just don't be upset if it's not canon and also right. like the people that were like oh well molly has a crush on a boy that means that any other ships with her can't happen i'm like why can't she be bi she could yeah. literally be by it would make sense for her to be by like
1: yeah um yeah. Why, there's why, literally, why literally no nothing in this 13 year old's <laughs> love life <Yeah. laughs>
0: She cares way too much about other people's happiness.
4: Right. Yeah,
2: exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, people no. getting so upset about it. I'm like, guys, chill. Uh, to, to quote Mystery Science Theater 3000, repeat it's just yourself. A it's just a show. I should really just relax.
2: <sighs>
1: yep. Speaking of relaxing, we're on the final episode right now, right? Yes. Which is called, what is it called? Ports Ports on, on Demand, demand?
3: about so Amazon Prime
1: so i guess molly Obviously stayed in coding
0: on, club on after shopping. uh I, I guess molly stayed in coding club after um after home is where the haunt is yeah i, I never mentioned sure. her joining coding club but i'm sure that that's one of the clubs that she joined where she was my cl- big president thing of like 11 my, clubs
1: <laughs> my big thing with this episode is it feels like it should have aired in like 2011 i mean it's still a yeah. relevant problem i think oh sure it's still relevant but like it feels like this was a great idea when it was like just when online shopping was just starting to, to become like a big thing yeah
0: no it's a common thing and the thing is uh I, we'll, we'll kind of get to this as we get to it but like there are ways to use those kinds of apps to get stuff from local businesses like they actually have successfully partnered with a lot of these local sure. businesses to do that
2: yeah I. yeah
4: I, I was going to say that I agree, Clover, I agree. I agree that this would have been better in 2011, but the fact is the show is in 2021. And, yeah. I still, and the, that's the thing yeah. is that I think it's still relevant. It's such yeah. A, yeah. It's yeah, still it a very relevant Well, story. And, it's
0: not, and it's not just about the, the app portion of it. It's also, I think it's also really cool that they actually give Andrea the bit of her actually learning how to do coding. I think that's yeah. really cool. Because yeah. um, basically Molly is um, working on this app and Coding Club, and her app is basically... Uh, it's just this app where you can have a virtual kitten to pets, but presumably because for whatever reason, the McGee's have not ever actually had a pet in their household other than like, uh, Heidi legs, and I guess totes, <laughs> yeah. which, which might have been, um, persuasion for them to continue to not have a pet because you know Mo- molly can be Mo- Mo- molly can stand up to totes but like she she's still like if she got a kitten she would spoil that thing rotten you know she would
2: yeah yeah
1: <laughs> you know she, she already would. spoiled the goat
0: yeah exactly um uh, but and her and her app is supposed to like donate a, a tickle to a kitten to eat or something like that
1: yeah so <laughs> Which then we cute. got to actually andrea learning how to code and she's yeah a- andrea and
0: andrea shows up and fixes the app uh, fixes molly's app and is like and molly's like wow you're a natural you could you should join coding club and
1: basically and like she within, creates a world yeah she creates this whole phenomenon in a couple weeks yeah this
0: whole um online shopping app uh, yes shmam
4: on yeah
0: yes no. yes <laughs> Gavin ports on demand <laughs> uh um, and Everyone loves the app, but after a month, Molly realizes that it's putting local businesses in jeopardy. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Was it a which month? Actually, or did they like have a
0: they, they say a month without which actually I didn't catch that when I first watched this episode? So I'm I'm thinking about it. And I'm like, wait, it's been a month? It's yeah. been a month since the dance? That's kind of insane to think about.
3: Yeah, I think no. time is a little loose. That's
0: that's right. true. Yeah. That is true. I uh, mean, so now we're at
1: the point.
0: But yeah, it's, it's so after a month, Molly realizes that it's putting local businesses and in, in, local businesses in jeopardy of closing, including bookmarks the spot.
3: Libby store, yeah. Uh,
0: which you know, it's weird that Molly kind of found out about that when they were putting the sign up, and not anytime before yeah. this.
1: <laughs> like, have you not
0: been talking to Libby for a month, Molly? What the heck?
1: It was too busy. Amazoning, I guess. Yeah. Mm um maybe, so maybe, obviously uh...
0: and and um and i i love scratch's reaction to deb when uh when when she's like you know when when Molly's like why who would do such a thing and, and Scratch is like pointing to her even though even though he knows that deb can't see her mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> sorry alan what were you gonna say
4: oh no i was just thinking like oh maybe uh, no to the whole point about libby not saying anything maybe that was the day that they decided like they were going out of business i don't know yeah in, like, as... that's entirely yeah.
0: possible it's just like well this is not working we yep cutting our losses but enough about galactic star cruiser um
1: so then they obviously all go to andrea's house and, well like, before well done. before that um well
0: yeah so um so Molly tries oh, yeah, yeah. Molly does yeah, that Molly all, tries all to to tell Andrea to take the app down, but is originally unsuccessful because Andrea basically um doesn't have time to actually listen to her and is off to uh, an interview with Jody Batucky and then Molly tries to do the delivery thing on her own, but it's really hard to do that without a car, and like supposedly so you can up. do supposedly in my area you can do like postmates with a bike but i'm like that would be awful i would not even consider doing that because like everything is so dang far away even like literally the only places that would be possible to do like near my house is like there's the dollar general and there is a 7-eleven that's being built and supposedly we're getting an aldi like nearby which will actually be really nice but like even the closest restaurants are still like a good like mile away basically so like
1: it might be Maybe more feasible looks... in a small town like. Yeah, um, it might Molly's, be
0: more feasible but... in a small town, but still, she's got a wagon. She's not even using a bike. Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: she's doing this on foot. So,
3: <laughs> it's Molly. That,
1: That's yeah, true. Obviously, that doesn't work out. Yeah, it doesn't yes. work
0: out. Also, wh- why does Davenport sell the supplies to make root beer?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> let's ask the real-life equivalents why does amazon have
0: these? well well <laughs> exactly. but, but davenport's is a real life department store where they like sell like clothing and sporting goods and stuff like that i don't right. think they actually sold they could like, have
1: expanded
0: they right. probably did because yeah. of this app that right. would make i'm
4: assuming i'm assuming oh man and this is going into like amazon stuff and i try to stay away from all this sort of stuff but like yeah no amazon's been uh, known to like take products that are doing super well in their in in on the storefronts and then make their own version of it.
0: Yeah, uh, sure. With, yeah. With, and then, that's
4: and then, and then cutting them, and then cutting the original person out, and
0: just yeah. being like, "All right,
4: this is Amazon branded, Amazon Basics, Amazon this, Amazon that." So,
0: yeah, that's probably
4: common. what's happening.
0: Yeah, that yeah. that sounds about right. So Molly and the yeah. other citizens protest outside of Davenport's, and Andrea is surprised to find out about this, um, and. Andrea having grown a lot since, like, if this was season one, Andrea she wouldn't care. But because this is season two, Andrea she knows she has to take the app down, and Molly's on distraction duty. This
2: because Andrea best, basically, uh,
1: asked, Andrew, Molly, Andrea how could you not? Episode.
0: Andrea is like, how could you not have told me about this? You're my best friend, and and you're the one that that um, that got me into coding in the first place. And uh, and earlier when she was trying, when when earlier when Molly was trying to tell Andrea. Uh, that she needed to take the app down Andrea's like you Molly McGee you did this which is why she feels responsible and so everyone else is kind of looking at Molly and she's like yeah no I got it I'm gonna I'm gonna help her do this it's it's all me it's not yeah. us it's just me <laughs> yep. so and probably one of my favorite things about this episode oh. probably one of my favorite things about this episode is that the Millie wig comes back
3: yes they bring (laughs) millie and she has her accent too yeah notice that yeah millie
1: from canada that was Mm -hmm. a fun that was a fun throwback yes (laughs) we see more of millie just
4: yes it's not
0: it's not exactly uh a high sequence but it's kind of a it's a fun distraction bit yeah, it's it, where where um she runs into like Davenport's offices. Like, there's a rogue damage dropper that's giving away free merchandise, and then Scratch possesses a mannequin. Like, that would not be the most horrifying thing to actually witness in person. <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah, and that's some then... Doctor Who stuff going on there, right?
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm also reminded of the uh, the Wizards of Waverly Place episode where, like, I think Alex brought a mannequin to life. And I, I want to say it fell in love with her or something like that. I don't know. It was Wizards of Waverly Place. Alex had a new love interest in practically every other episode. So...
1: Yeah. That doesn't surprise so... me. Yeah, so they shut the app down.
0: Yeah, Andrea right. deletes the app and uh, and she blames it crashing on inexperience. It's like I don't know, Daddy. I'm just a beginner. <laughs> yeah.
2: Which
0: is and um, and then we get that that um that um uh, that tag at the end yeah. with the bit with like the mega store.
1: Yeah, I'm assuming that's gonna be like the season finale. Like, oh, there's gonna mm-hmm. be. I don't know if that'll be the season finale, but that power. might be.
0: Well, because I kind of I kind of talked about how um how season one kind of had three finales in a way, back to back to back, where you had. Um, out of house and home um mm-hmm. which was the finale to the arc where the mcgees are having financial problems you have um you have um scaring is caring and all night plight which is really about just the core friendships of the show and then you have um molly versus the ghost world which is about all the ghost world shenanigans and sure and and that overarching story so I think it might be something similar that they're building up to here where we have yeah. a couple big arcs that are paid off towards the end of the season
1: Mm-hmm. Those big arcs have just been set up a lot earlier.
0: We'll have, like, the Chens, we'll have Ghost World stuff, and this may be another factor that's coming in. I don't know. It's yeah. It's, yeah. it's interesting because I think, I don't know, I'm interested to see how they tackle this because so far, out of the three of those possible things, I think the, the thing with some other uh, business person coming in sounds the least interesting to me because yeah. we've kind of already seen um this happened with just this episode so i'm not sure what would be so so different about some other business coming in so i don't mm-hmm. know i'm interested i'm interested yeah. to see how that's gonna
1: work yeah yeah for we've, sure we've kind of like got a lot of cliffhangers thrown at us in yeah.
0: and yeah because we, we also have the whole thing with with ada that we don't know when that's going to be touched on again so yeah
1: mm-hmm. so we got a bunch of cliffhangers thrown We'll figure them out eventually. I, don't know. I mean, again,
0: we're that's what's so crazy is this feels like like half a season's worth of stuff. And we are five episodes in.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. This season like is going little. to be a
0: wild ride and I could not be more excited.
1: Oh, for sure. I don't sure. want to say that it feels a little overcrowded, but it does feel a little overcrowded
0: i mean i think it
1: would
0: be i think it would feel better if we had gotten these episodes on a week to week basis instead of having all of them drop at once yeah, on disney plus and we all compulsively have to watch them when they come out because that's the best way to support the show is watching them when they come out
3: yeah like, that's on disney plus
0: that is what has been said is that that is the best way to, sh- to support the show is to watch it on disney plus
3: mm-hmm yeah uh really quickly before we go um alan have you seen the uh chibi short that they released
0: yeah i had a chibi yes! Oliver
4: yeah that was really cute so cute i, I watched it and i was like where are there no voices because if if so I would
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> only wow, the chibi verse <involved>. has voices Ah, <laughs> uh, gotcha gotcha yeah yeah, yeah. yeah if, if they end up doing a chibi verse um down the road then that would have voices yeah although even then even then a lot of the time there's only a, a handful of speaking characters in any given chibiverse episode
1: so so should we do like final ratings out of 10 then sign off
0: i mean uh, that's never really been a thing i've done on this podcast but actually before i just we made go, that
1: up i do have
0: <laughs> uh i do have some I, I uh so like i said i'm in that ghost and molly mcgee discord server and i asked on on the server earlier if anyone had some general questions for alan to answer so um this one is from atg um uh, seeing as a lot of your resume up until very recently has been anime dubs how has it been like how has it felt to be engaged in invoicing in a western slash american animated project mm, good question
4: um you know what's funny is that i um Got into dubbing on accident. <laughs> <laughs> so I trained, when I got into, via, when I got into voiceover, I, I wanted to do commercials. Um, and then I met the teachers that I met along the way, including like Bob Bergen. And I was like, all right, I'll do character stuff. So uh, trained in that. And then when I made it to Southern California, um, you know, it's kind of hard to find any of those types of works. Um, without an agent, and you don't get an agent without experience, and you don't get experience without you know like having your foot in the door somehow. Circular cetera, reference. Exactly. So the the only thing that was open to me was dubbing. So like I went into it. Um, I was told early on, don't do dubbing for anime, despite the fact <laughs> that I love anime, because they're like it's 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 not great pay. It's it's not like looked highly upon, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, okay. Um, and again, my training was in like in, in cartoons and like animated character stuff. Um, and so me getting into dubbing, like was kind of a, kind of an accident. Like I didn't intend to, but like, it ended up working out and I fell in love with it. Um, and then I think a few years down the line afterwards, I finally did my first prelay thing. Um, did my first animated thing and then I, through the pandemic, got to do a few more, including Molly McGee. Um, so I'm not I'm not like not familiar with it or uh it's just Is that, like, your biggest,
1: I'm... uh thing to date so far? I arguably yeah
4: i'd say so i mean like i mean it's disney right like disney's like like yeah. you know, up there so i would say probably but like so
0: it says according to imdb your first um your first voice so role is, here... is wrong, oh, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's wrong. okay
4: because i was not because it says not very I, think, accurate. I think it says somewhere along the lines at one point it said like in 1997 i did veggie tales yeah, it says I was going do
2: anything Except um... I was
4: a little kid in okay. 1997 so well it wasn't no. 1997
0: it says 2008
4: 2009 and 2010 no that was a different alan lee that's okay some other dude i don't know why Dang it, i was
0: I, I i i was gonna say i was I, I that made me really happy to see it i'm sad that that's not true oh i'm sorry
4: Yeah. okay yeah, yeah. Alan Lee. Uh, okay. he's from tennessee or something wrong <laughs> alan lee. lee right oh if yeah yeah because clearly alan lee is a very unique name
2: but uh but jokes aside
4: though um to answer the actual question uh it's different (laughs) it it like doing it doing a western animated show is a lot more freeing and like you have so much more like room to stretch and play with and all that sort of stuff so it's nice um but i don't know it's not all that different either right except for the part about the dubbing thing right yeah like um acting is acting is acting is acting so like
1: <laughs> you
4: know yeah i definitely
1: can relate to that right yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. so uh I, I yeah it's different but like it's it was also familiar so i i uh you know i'm hopefully going to be doing more dubbing down the line but
0: hopefully doing more animation down the line too so yeah definitely said, we'll see. so how much do you personally relate to ollie um that's from leah from the discord server
4: Oh, uh, that's a good question too. I, I, I mean, for the most part, he's, he's like the optimistic side of me, right? Like he's the optimistic side, like the, the, the gung ho, mm-hmm. you know, we gotta do, we gotta do great things sort of side to me. So I do, uh, I'm not vegan though um and uh do you have, do you have bangs IRL I, I swoopy hair depending on depending on how
0: long it's been since I cut my hair
4: sometimes I do <laughs> sometimes I don't um
0: yeah. I know Ollie's character design was actually based on uh Paul Chang who is
2: one of the that's writers that's
4: correct yeah, yeah, yeah I met him I met him um uh, and I was like oh I see the Ollie you know like yes. in, mm. in him um <laughs> swoopy bang and I was like oh do the swoopy thing and he did it for me and I was like ah oh, perfect <laughs> Um but no, you no, I, I, you. I think I think the essence of the character I definitely uh relate sure. with. And um I'd say to some degree he he's very much like me. So there's a That's lot. That's
0: awesome. Yeah. And I think we probably already kind of touched about some of this, and this also might be kind of spoilery, but Cindy wanted to know what's your favorite thing about Ollie? Do you have a favorite moment from voicing him?
4: Um I like <laughs> I'm trying to <laughs> be <laughs> careful about this. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I, I, I like uh, how
0: people literally in the server were like, "This could be spoilery." You, you could just say it hasn't happened yet. Well,
4: <laughs> well yeah, I don't know. That's what that. someone else
2: said. <laughs> yeah, I,
4: I, I think the fun bit about him is, is that sheer optimism. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, I mean, I think, I think, like the fact that he sees things from a certain perspective um without knowing anything that's going on in this world right like he he's there and like he's like nothing can go wrong everything's you know like gonna be peachy keen i'm gonna i'm gonna you know like i'm gonna do my job i'm gonna like make the place like make the town a better place make the world a better place um i love that unbridled optimism and the way that he gets challenged as you've seen in episode uh, like as the start of it in episode five, I believe, um, you'll get to see, you'll get to see how that like evolved. Um, but I think it's really interesting.
1: Hope you enjoy the fandom picking that statement apart.
4: (laughs) (laughs) What did I say? (laughs) What didn't you say?
0: (laughs) Um, Besides Ollie, who are your favorite characters from the show and why? Uh, I, I mean, like, I really like Libby.
2: Yeah,
4: I, that's I really right. like. Who doesn't? I really who like. Doesn't? Uh, I really like Daryl. Like Daryl. Daryl's just such a fun character to me. Um, Daryl reminds me of my younger self. <laughs> uh, like, like I was kind of like a weird mixed version of like Daryl and Ollie put together. Um. <laughs> when I was a kid, like I would kind of get into trouble. So I, I understand that, but like, you know, like I also knew how to like, you know, charm the adults basically to, <laughs> to get away with it from time to time. Yeah. Um, well, Scratch is a lot of fun. I mean, scratch. how can you not love Scratch? Um, yeah, I would say those are probably like, probably mm-hmm. my top three right now. But Very like, cool. I just, I don't know, I, I enjoy the entire cast. You know,
1: yeah, it's a great cast of characters.
0: Oh yeah, um, so one thing that's been kind of interesting, um, I've been doing these, uh, these, um, these character clip videos where it's like I'll have people from the discords and and on YouTube, um, uh, reply with quotes and then I'll I'll string it together as like a kind of out of context video. And the first one I did was uh, Molly McGee once said, which currently has five point three thousand views. The Andrea video that I did like a week and a half later has six point four thousand views and it, it came out afterwards. Wow. <laughs> so it has surpassed Molly. So I'm like, okay, so I, I feel like Andrea is, uh, is definitely a fan favorite here. Editor Chandler here. I'm looking at the analytics right now. And as of right now, the second most viewed video I've ever made behind the actor age video is the Libby once said video. The first one.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of people who like her oh yeah, yeah no um, i i
4: think andrea is charming i think there's parts of her in season one that like great yeah. on me
2: <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and, yeah like, i'm like
4: i'm like that's enough like because cause, you know like it's a side of her that you've seen yeah and, like it's hard to move past that
0: at certain times yeah when you yeah know she's
4: trying to be better
0: i know a like, lot of people yeah. i know a lot of people were really like you know there there should be more of a kind of a reconciliation between her and libby i'm like but i don't think that needs to happen on screen i think i think the biggest thing is like when when andrea saw that molly was in the woods living out of her her van um she was like i have to to fix this i have to help her because she's done so much good for the community and she's helped me on multiple occasions when i didn't have any reason to deserve that yeah and I think, I think she probably, again, oh, off screen interaction, too
2: hard, Yeah.
0: <laughs> off screen interaction. Um, but I think she probably went to Libby and was like, you know that something's up with Molly, right? And Libby's like, yeah, so what's actually happening? And they kind of worked together on, on that, but it was primarily Andrea's idea. Um, right.
1: Any and, other questions?
0: Uh, the or last
1: one <laughs> is
0: what is your favorite song from the show?
4: um i think currently it's the bread one
1: <laughs>
2: yes oh so so but, i have yeah, a bit I, of a I watched that and i was
4: like i was like did they are they in my brain is
2: that you know it's funny because big... i was
0: literally when they posted the animatic for that originally i was literally having lunch with my friend uh, uh jonathan harm we were at silver dollar city at the buffet at the buffet at, at silver dollar city where they have these amazing roles and i'm like oh they posted this animatic and i watch it i'm like we get some more rolls <laughs> Um, uh, and then oh, i'm God, watching the premiere of hamster and Gret- or i'm waiting for the premiere of hamster and gretel and uh and zombies three on is on them? no zombies three was on and i'm i'm like okay i have this on in the background i'm like i don't actually care about this movie it's whatever Um, oh. and then exceptional zed comes on i'm like wait what and i'm like i forgot for a second that these were like weird owl song parodies and i'm like why are they doing the bread song yeah that was that was kind of a funny moment where it's like it's one of those where it's like you hear the weird all version before you hear the original version you're like this feels wrong because you're used to the other one so i thought that was pretty funny
4: yeah Uh, i think my answer will change down the line sure
0: oh of course
4: but for now it's the bread one
0: yes i love the bread one
4: okay and and, and i i'd say Ghost go, go start the enemy are, are is, is Go Start the enemy is
0: great also yeah. on the yeah. note of silver dollar mm. city not only do they have amazing rolls at the buffet but if you go to silver dollar city or dollywood you have to get the cinnamon bread it is incredible mm.
3: someday
0: yes oh yeah. so good yeah. so only so to good disneyland never disney world we gotta so. fix that <laughs> we, we have a we have a tron roller coaster we have guardians of the galaxy They're i know both I'm so jealous
1: yeah <laughs> it is crazy how like this has been a great podcast it's crazy how long it's been but it's been great yes. yeah
0: i'm gonna have my work cut out for me in editing but
2: <laughs> I, <luck>. <laughs> my,
0: this pro, honestly i might do what i did with moon girl and split this up into two parts i probably will do that yeah. because yeah. Um, this was this was so much fun alan thank you so much for coming on it was amazing yeah. thank yeah. you
4: Thanks for having me this was, it was an oh, honor to great. talk to you so Never cool to talk to, talk to you. About Super McGee, cool.
0: So Yes. Uh, I was I was so so excited when you responded. I'm like I was excited to do this podcast anyways, but I was like I was even more excited when you were like, "Yes, I want yeah. to do this." I'm like, "Oh, so cool." Uh, you are the coolest. Thank you so uh, much. This is awesome.
1: Yeah, Alan, uh, it's been like a pleasure having you. Know, I I always like talking to voice actors because I like doing some of that stuff myself, and it's it's just been great. Mm.
3: Yes. Thank you so much for talking with us. Yes,
1: yeah, thank you so it's
0: much. It's been a pleasure. Alan, do you have anything you want to plug before we go?
4: Go watch Molly McGee on, <laughs> <Yes>. on, <laughs> yes. on Disney Plus. Yes, that
0: uh, is. Yeah. And watch that's, it again and, big and big again and again and, and again. Watch it again, <laughs> again
4: and again and again. We until, want a season
0: three! Please. Until
4: Sunnyland is stuck in your head. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Clover, do you have anything you want to plug?
1: Um, mostly. So you can follow my Twitter which is at Clover Regina Wu, uh, which is a reference to Marcy from amphibia. Um, and then you can check out my uh, YouTube Clover cartoons. that's one word. Uh, but the third thing and most importantly, you should go check out uh, these three people and all their awesome stuff and you should go watch the of Molly McGee on Disney Plus. Yes
2: <laughs>
1: And Ryan?
3: yeah so you can catch me on twitter at open mother's mail and i have a podcast unbuilt and unrealized theme park podcast where we talk about unbuilt attractions in the themed entertainment industry from disney to universal and beyond i don't know when this episode is going up so i'm not sure exactly what will be the latest episode uh at the time of the release but, i'll let you uh, send me
0: I, something later on i don't know when this episode's going up by it's though, okay i'm i'm, I'm, I'm sure so we'll behind a, with tron yeah. i'm we i'm so mm-hmm. behind with tron like we were supposed to record yesterday and we got postponed again but the good right. news is we should be sure. able to getting it reco- we, we should be able to be getting it recorded soon so no yeah
3: i'll, yeah.
0: I'll let you know and i can have you <laughs> record something
3: yeah sure absolutely so whenever whatever that is i'm sure it's great <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it's a great episode of my yeah. podcast. But uh, also, you, you should yes, also you should watch the Ghost and Molly McGee on yes. Disney Plus and yes, Disney Now and Disney Channel, and uh you should watch it on your smartphones, on your tablets, on any screen you can
0: find. All the devices streaming oh, it on all, all your the devices. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I, tell, I tell all my friends to watch it, I, I have my, my, my keychain here on my cup, and I put it on, my count, like on the counter when I'm at the register so that people see it, and they're like, hey, what show is that? I'm like, oh, let me tell you! <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter, at Starport97, and at my newly rebranded YouTube channel, Sunnyland Productions! There you'll be able to find various videos about animation and theme parks, including a whole bunch of videos that I just started making about The Ghosts of Molly McGee. I've also got podcasts Without a Cool Acronym video editorials on there now. Two of them are about the ghost of Molly McGee, and in fact, the most recent one is about Ollie's character arc in the show thus far. And the other one is about the Phineas and Ferb revival. I also have a theme park review show called Theme Park Backlot, which will be returning this year with my upcoming 41 years of Epcot retrospective. And for updates on the YouTube channel and the podcast, please go follow at Sunnyland on Twitter. But also, please subscribe to Sunnyland Productions on YouTube, because Twitter is falling apart. And if you like this and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe on all the usual places, Google Play, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Audible. Leave us a review, give us five stars, and share us with your friends. And if you want to help me out even more, you can pledge to be on Patreon, which has also been rebranded, patreon.com slash Just a dollar a month gets you access to every episode of this podcast at least one day early, which will usually be Mondays instead of Tuesdays. And be sure to join us next time for The Owl House, Watching and Dreaming. Right here on the podcast without a cool acronym.